0: Welcome to the tech of business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today from smart and innovative to nuts and bolts. There is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the tech of business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Sletsky. And today we're switching back to our regular format with an incredible conversation with Greg Clunas. Greg hosts the Tiny Leaps Big Dreams podcast and is the author of the book of the same name. We hear it all the time, just move and take small steps towards that big goal. Greg has turned that on his side and is pushing us all to turn those steps into leaps. And they can be tiny leaps. I'm curious, do you move your business forward towards goals or dreams? Share that with us in the Tech of Business community on Facebook. All you need to do is go to techofbusiness.com forward slash community. I've been asked by dozens of you each month what software or tool to use to bring to life a certain component of your business. So, I've developed a concise tech audit, which is available for purchase inside the Tech of Business vault. You just need to go to techofbusiness.com forward slash vault. Choosing software doesn't have to hold you back. Greg and I talk about his software decision processes in our conversation. And with that, let's get into it. Greg, thank you so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast today. I'm really excited to have you on because... I, when I was starting this podcast, you were one of the people that people mentioned to me. Maybe Greg would be a good sounding board or someone to hire on or bring on as you're uh, putting together this podcast. And I ended up doing most of it myself, uh, but you and I connected on Facebook and it's been really great watching what you've done in the past year or so since I uh, got the idea for this podcast. So I'd love for you to get started by sharing with the Tech of Business audience what it is that you do, and why you were put on my radar.
1: Yeah, and um, first of all, let me just say I am incredibly honored to, to be here, and I appreciate you being willing to share your time. And, and for the people listening, I, I appreciate you being a, willing to share your time with me. Um, so a little bit of background. I am a podcaster. I've been in the space now for going on five years. Um, I host a show called Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, which I launched about – I guess about three years ago, and um, it's done pretty well for itself. But even before that, I was working with entrepreneurs on how to launch and and grow a podcast. It's something that just sort of clicked for me when I first got into it. I had thankfully had a background in sound engineering, so the audio side was always really solid. Um, And and that freed me up to focus pretty heavily on sort of the marketing and, and creative side of it, which allowed me to... Uh, figure out some things and create some processes that have have been able to drive some results for clients. Um, So I assume that's that's why I ended up on your radar is just somebody you know or somebody you know who knows somebody that uh, I either helped indirectly or uh, spoke with over the phone because I tend to just give away everything I know at pretty much at at any opportunity. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super glad that we did connect.
0: Yeah. And I think that it was exactly that. Somebody kind of took, you know, took your name and said, oh, Jamie, you should really connect with Greg. And what I love about what you just said is you kind of give away everything you know. That's why I have this podcast, because I love technology so much. And I love what, All these online tools can do for businesses, whether they are on Main Street, only online, uh, if they're service-based or product-based, it doesn't really matter. I just love that technology can help us all move forward and do new things. So I'm like you, when someone asks me a question, I'm going to answer it. I can even say like I was at a conference not that long ago and a gal said to me, Jamie, you know, everything tech, what can I do with this? And she was looking (laughs) for internet access in the middle of Africa. I said, well, go and look for something with the word satellite in it. And just because I'm around this environment. I was able to answer that and she was able to find what she needed just with a little bit of a prodding. And I'm guessing in your business, a lot of those types of things happen as well, where you just share what you know and people take that and go far. Wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, I mean, that is all I do. (laughs) Uh, So I, um, of course, like we have an agency and we offer the services and uh, that's largely just for, hey, now I've told you everything that you want to do. And you're overwhelmed so we can help you. But for the the badasses out there like you, like uh, a lot of times it's purely just here are the three things that you're not considering or here are the, uh, the here's the microphone that you should be using and forget all other options. Like it's, it's very basic pieces of information that uh, is just sort of stored up there. And, and thankfully, I'm able to bring value by sharing it. Mm-hmm. But people don't necessarily need to be taken uh, over the finish line every single time. Like we are capable of figuring these things out as long as we have uh, some kind of direction. and that can come from uh, a Google or a YouTube, or it can come from uh, in in uh, your in this uh, scenario of your story somebody who knows that you're an expert in this and and so they just need a tiny bit of information to go in the right direction.
0: Yes, and you know, you use the word tiny in your podcast and in your book and everything else and so it's those little nudges. So because this podcast is really designed to be actionable so that the listeners can say, "Hey, I'm going to do something after having finished listening to the conversation with Jamie and Greg, what I'd like to do now is kind of switch into those little steps that you find. Take the average entrepreneur who's mumbling and bumbling along to someone who feels confident in the direction that they're taking. Do you have any words of wisdom, piece of software or tips that you might want to provide to them?
1: Yeah, so here's my big thing. Um, and, and this is actually, I love that we're having this conversation now because uh, as I've been doing my show, Tiny Leaps, and uh, doing my agency and the book, and as I've been sort of navigating this world, um, what I've come to realize is that my show and my brand, is it's really not about self-help. It, it's really more so about human behavior and sort of the process of change and the struggle of change um, and exploring what are the factors that, uh, allow us to uh, successfully go through that process and what are the things that stop us from from reaching that end. Um, and what I've learned in that time of, of re- 307 episodes, uh, I've written a book on the subject now, I've spoken to however many people on, on the topic that are far more educated than I am, uh, what I've learned is that people are able to learn so much, so much more than we realize that we can learn. the The brain is such an impossible yet incredibly beautiful machine, organism, thing that we just happen to have have gained. Um, and and what why I say that is for those of you listening, and I, the concept of this show, the tech of business. You are listening to this show because the tech that needs to go into your business is overwhelming, because it is hard, because there are so many different things that need to uh, fit together. And if you have no experience in it, it's it's ridiculously frustrating to go through. But what I can promise you is that the simplest thing you can do to start to gain uh to start to make progress towards mastering that and getting over the learning curve of it and and allowing it to do what it can do for your business is to simply first start. So forget about the overwhelm and just write down the smallest thing that you can do. And that could be as simple as just purchasing the software. Like that could be the smallest step, or it could be going and filling in your your, uh, profile info, or it could be, Having a team meeting and and, uh, talking about how you're going to incorporate it, 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 whatever your next small step is, do that immediately without putting any thought into it. Mm -hmm. Because what happens, and, and this is something that I've gotten fascinated by, I talk about it a lot in the book, is that so much of what we think we can do is based on identity. It's how we view ourselves. So if we don't view ourselves as the type of person who can figure out this software, maybe historically we've struggled with technology, maybe we were the last to adopt computers, whatever it is. If we don't view ourselves as the type of person who can figure it out, we're never going to take the actions required to figure it out. However, if we do have that identity, then it's super easy. And so what can you do to start and create that identity? Very simple, start doing it because humans want to identify as the things that they're doing. They want to act in accordance with the identity they have. So if you start doing something, you start to adopt some degree of that identity and then that allows you to take the next step and the next step and the next step. So regardless of what your your overwhelm is, regardless of, of what you're frustrated by with the technology, have experts like Jamie in your corner to help you have Google and YouTube and all of the different uh, platforms to sort of learn the, the specific steps of. But the first thing you need to do is start gaining the identity of someone who can figure it out.
0: I like that. And I firmly believe that everything is figure outable. That is one of my favorite little words. <laughs> you know, it's auto magic. That's what I do. I make things auto magic so you don't have to think about them. Otherwise, they're figure outable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: And, but that it's true that it doesn't matter how complicated things are. I remember the first time that I introduced the idea of WordPress to my daughters. They both have blogs, and you know they don't use them very often. But I introduced WordPress to them, and they were both in elementary school at the time. And they're like, "What do I do? How do I do it?" And now they can go in and they can write their blog posts, and they can, oh, wow. and it's just a matter of maybe getting that tiny nudge toward whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Or if you don't know what your next step is to reach out into your community um, and you've got people like me, you've got people like Greg, you've got people like the people who are in the tech of business community who you can ask, hey, what did you think about this? Or what? which one of these ones should I try? Because it's also nothing is ever final. Like you don't have to go all in on something and never look away from it. If it doesn't work for you or it doesn't suit you or it takes you down a path that isn't quite optimal, pivot, find another way, do something different, ask another
1: question. 100%, 100%. And I mean, just giving a personal example of this, I've been for the last seven months actually uh, trying to make a decision around what software to use to Uh, manage uh, the numerous different courses that I'm going to be adding to my business next year. And um, I was first working with Teachable and and a few of the different options. Then I was approached by a friend who was starting sort of a custom solution uh, built into WordPress. And and so I was using that. Uh, And it's been a very long time. But here's what I noticed every single time with one of these solutions. uh, The minute I was trying to execute quickly and go from here's the idea for the course, here are the, uh, the pre-sold customers that are validating the concept, now I need to deliver on it. From that validation to delivery, I would run into these major tech issues. And in theory, the product was good. In theory, the uh, service that it provides is supposed to be automatic, but there were all these like setup things things that, that I just didn't have the time to sit and figure out. And so finally, literally last night, I made the decision to cut my losses, cut the expense that has been uh, going towards that uh, software and the time and so on and so forth, and switch to a different platform that now has worked immediately. And, and there's none of the issues, none of the the problems. And, and so I bring that up because you're 100% right. Like sometimes... Things just don't work because it's not the right fit. And that's fine if you need to pivot because eventually you'll figure it out. And when you do, everything will be smooth sailing after that.
0: Absolutely. And one of the tools that I provided on the podcast in October uh, of 2018 of this year um, was what I call a platform decision matrix. And what it did was it made it so that it was easier for people to just take that next step. And so I'll definitely include a link for that in the show notes if anyone hasn't downloaded it yet. But what I love so much about what you said is that you tried, you took that step forward and you used a commercially available, readily accessible product. And, saw, and look to see if it worked for you in your environment and it wasn't quite right so you tried something else and you try something else until you've got something that you know is going to support you going forward and I think that's the biggest thing with technology is that you can choose technology for numerous different reasons you can choose it to um create a siloed effect where you're creating something that just works for what you're trying to do. So like you're just wanting to put courses together and you're like, okay, I'm not going to worry about it integrating with my website. I'm not going to worry about it integrating with chatbots. I'm not going to worry about it integrating with email marketing. I'm not going to worry about it integrating with A, B, C, X, Y, and Z. But you just create it as an entity. Or the other side of it is you want to make sure it integrates with A, B, and C, but you're not worried about X, Y, and Z. And then there's the third approach, which is I'm only putting something in if it fully integrates with my systems. So you have to look at that as well. And I'm curious to know when you were doing this course delivery kind of decision-making, how far down that integration side of things you decided you wanted to go.
1: Yeah, so I am. I'm the guy that uh, if I were to found a startup and make it pretty big, raise a bunch of money, the uh, as soon as we brought on a board, they would kick me out as the CEO, because I'm the founder. I'm not the scaler. And so uh, the, the reason I bring that up is I'm a hundred percent the first option. Like I want quick and dirty, get this thing to solve this specific problem. Uh, my Philosophy afterwards is because it solves a specific problem, and as a result, is in this this case the the uh, course bringing in revenue. That revenue then gets reinvested to bring on a pro like you or somebody else to figure out the other two, Uh, because that's just not the way my brain
0: works. I I'm completely good with that, (laughs) and (laughs) and I know that it that was reassuring to probably. I don't know, 70% of the listeners right now, they're like, okay, I don't have to have this all figured out. I can just create for the moment and know that there are people like me, which, you know, everybody who has been listening to the podcast for any length of time knows that the integration and making it so you have a solid uh, tech foundation to your business is my number one goal and mission. So (laughs) it works really well for people to really... Work in the moment if that's where you are. Um, But once you bring someone like me on, then I'm going to take that decision-making out of your hands. I'm going to say, or you're going to come to me and say, Jamie, I want to create a course. And I'll say, that's nice. Let me tell you, this is where we're doing it. This is why we're doing it create your content and don't worry about the rest of it. And how would that have felt to you when you were seven months ago, just getting at the start of this, would that have been a relief? Would that have been more of like, what? No, this is my baby. And like, where was it somewhere in between?
1: I think it would be somewhere in between Uh, because here's the thing in theory, I love that. And, and that there is so much value to that. Um, But again, just going back to, and I've spent a lot of time in the last year or two just really trying to get to know who I am and what my strengths are, where I'm happiest, so on and so forth. Um, Going back to that, I know that I feel like I'm suffocating if I'm not moving quickly. And so the, the larger question would have been for me, okay, I get to ignore everything, just focus on the course, but then how long for you or whomever it is, to sort of set the rest up so that I can start selling and, and get going. Um, and I don't necessarily know the answer to that, but that's probably the, the variable that would have gotten me to think, okay, is this the right move or not?
0: Makes perfect sense. Absolutely. And it's good to know where you sit. It is absolutely good to know where you sit. When you made the decision to create a course, was it I want to do something new. I guess this is kind of a completely different line of questioning so we can go down it. But when you decided to create a course, you've created a book, you've created a podcast, you've got an agency, you're doing lots of stuff. When you wanted to create the course, what was the driving force behind it and how did you know that it was a good path to start, start out on?
1: Yeah. So that's a fantastic question. Um, so this is not the first course I've ever created, but it's the first that is going to stick around um, where the the first I ever created was more so to learn the process. Um, this course came about because so it's called the lab and it's more of a, a membership site. Okay. And the purpose of it is to um, once a month, uh, the community votes on the a specific topic that we're going to learn more about. So this past month, for example, was goal setting. Uh, the next month will be sleep, uh, all related to sort of behavior change and, and uh, improving the quality of your life. Um, and then after that masterclass that I have with a, a specific expert on the subject, I design a two week two-week long group challenge that we all sort of participate in. And the goal is to bridge the gap between learning something and acting on it um sort of create that habit of great i know something let's do that thing now um and uh, my purpose for it was one because i had all these assets in the form of relationships that i could leverage that were just sort of not doing anything Um, but two as i'm leading up to my book launch i wanted to ensure that there was a core product tied to the back end of my podcast so that all of the attention coming from my book launch, even if it doesn't sell books, still leads to something. Um, and, and so it was very important that uh, this exist before January 15th when my, my book went live. And as far as the, the platform I ended up going with, um, I'm hosting it on Thinkific. And I chose that because it, the way the courses get structured in the back end ended up making the most sense for that sort of once a month uh, chapter Mm -hmm, approach, mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to I've worked with Teachable in the past, and that's an incredibly uh, useful platform for uh, a much more standard module driven course. Um, and, and I've also worked with, uh, Kartra that's currently my, my landing page and, and, uh, sales tool, but I've also used it for its membership site and that has its own purposes as well. But I don't actually remember if I answered the question, but those were sort of the thoughts that went into it.
0: (laughs) That, that totally works. It totally works. And all three of those, uh, Um, have been mentioned on the podcast before. So I know that anyone who's been a longtime listener will have some frame of reference to each of those products. And um, I guess also most people here know that I am a Thinkific expert and a Thinkific ambassador. So I am personally really happy to know that you chose Thinkific because I think it's a very, very powerful and exciting tool to be on. And, you know, I... I just think that it's so cool that you kind of put all these pieces in place. And this is kind of going back to what the question was that you answered, which was you put all these pieces in place because your target goal was to have something on the back end of your book. And knowing why you're putting something out there is the entire reason why you should put something out there. If someone is out there and they've got a business and they're doing things and they say, hey, I should write a course or I should do a course or I should do a membership site or I should do webinars or whatever it might be, but they don't have a reason why that's going to benefit the growth of their business, benefit their customers, benefit the audience that they have created, then why are you doing it? So I love that you use technology to foster a greater relationship with your listenership or your, uh, your book readers and things like that. And you've leveraged all of that together.
1: Absolutely. And, and here's what I'll say, uh, on that note is I've been hosting this show now for three years. I've sold things here and there, but there was never a product attached to it. And that was very purposeful. Um, because thankfully, I had my agency that was driving the majority of my income uh, for a period of time. I was still working full time. Um, and so I didn't really need to, but it allowed me to sort of maintain relationships and, and really, really drive home the fact that I am here to help them first. Now that the the book is coming out is really the only reason I'm even looking at adding a product, not because I'm... I'm afraid to charge or anything like that 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 has nothing to do with it it's more so okay this is the 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 moment where it makes the most sense uh because due to book promo uh and and the tour that will be coming up and uh, i'm going daily with the show for a little while like there will be a lot of growth around the show uh coming up very quickly And, and so having some kind of offer and for me it was important to not go the traditional route of, especially since I don't need to, go the traditional route of selling high-end and only targeting the the absolute best customers and, and going sort of the 2,500 or up coaching model, um, which there's value in, but I knew for my audience that wasn't going to be the thing that brought them value. And so I actually went with a very low offer uh, subscription model, which is currently only $4.99 and will eventually raise to a max of nineteen ninety-nine. dollars um, But all of these decisions sort of came about after spending three years learning who my audience is, learning what they value, learning what matters to them. And quite frankly, having them create the opportunities for me that have sort of gotten me to this place uh, where I'm at now. And, and so this part isn't necessarily the tech side, But all of this stuff had to have been thought through before I ever started considering, well, what tech is going to run my
0: course? Absolutely. I think that that is a perfect capstone to uh, the conversation that we've been having. So as the audience knows, I'm going to ask you to share how they can connect with you, learn more about you, whatever offers you might have for them. And then we'll come back to one last curveball, curveball type question.
1: Sure. So um, here's the easiest thing. Uh, If you are listening to this, that means you like podcasts, you enjoy listening to podcasts. Uh, So wherever you're consuming this, do a quick search for tiny leaps, big changes. That is my show. It's a big orange square thing with the words on it. Um, And just give it a listen. And if you feel like you you want to share something, whether positive or negative, reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunas and just let me know. And uh, the book that I've been talking about and sort of alluding to here is also called Tiny Leaves Big Changes. It's based on the show. And the purpose of it is to help you bridge the gap between what you know you should be doing because everyone, whatever your goal, whether it's integrating this software into the business or it's a revenue goal or it's a personal goal, you can pretty reasonably sit down and plot out a path to getting there. The problem is you're not taking action on it. So, what are the factors that are causing that gap and how do you circumvent them? That—that that, Those are the questions I answer in the book. And, um you can get a free chapter of that if it's something you feel like you would enjoy by going to tinyleapsbook.com. That's tinyleapsbook.com.
0: Love it. That is so awesome. And I feel like it is so relevant and exciting for the audience to kind of hear how you're leveraging your podcast into the book and into the course and into all these other things that it is nothing stagnant and so as I alluded to um the curveball question is if you felt that you could never have written a book okay and that you could never have um created a course that would have complemented your podcast what other avenue of engaging with your audience and helping them do more and take those tiny steps um to actually get to where they want to be what other avenues Mm -hmm. would you have um possibly explored
1: so three things that i will be exploring um (laughs) so the first is a uh these are going to sort of sound like they're coming from from nowhere um so i want to do a feature film i want to do a tv show and uh, a little bit more standard i want to do uh, not necessarily a conference, but sort of a series of events. And, and so if I can, let me unpack those a little bit. Um, I'm a big believer. And as I said, what I try to do, all of my work is sort of around this question of human behavior and, and what drives behavior, what limits it, so on and so forth. Um, I'm a big believer that the things we consume drives the things that we think, which then drives our behavior. And so if that is the case, and I think it's been proven that it is, then by creating content, what you and I are doing is sort of influencing the way that our listeners think, which then influences the way they act. Um, The problem is that unless they are looking for that kind of content, so in your case, somebody looking for a show about technology and business, or in my case, somebody looking for self-help advice or whatever it is, um, they're never going to find it. And, and so how can we create content in a much more traditional entertainment environment that has these core themes and sort of takes these core stories and, and uh, puts them in that environment so that uh, it's delivered to the people who aren't looking for it? And my answer to that is to create in that in that medium with these sort of core philosophies flowing through it. And, and we can see examples of this with... Um, uh, for example, Lifetime, the the TV station, all of their movies have a very similar, like family friendly theme behind it, and the messages that that uh, come from that, the subconscious messages that sort of enter a person's mind, is what the quote unquote ideal family looks like, uh, and and so could we create traditional media entertainment forms that have the core philosophies of you can change your life, it just takes a ton of work. And, and use that to start attracting people who maybe aren't looking for self-help or, or uh, business tech or whatever it is. Um, and, and so I really want to explore that. And so I want to create a, a, a movie, feature-length film, fiction. I want to create a TV series, ideally a sitcom. Um, and then the event series is a little bit more personal. So one that I'm hoping to kick off next year uh, is going to be called Walk the Nation. And, and so I'm U.S. based, and uh, if you take the length of the the uh, United States from end to end, and work out whatever, however many miles that is, I want to cumulative cumulatively uh, across all atten- or rather across all people um, participating, walk that distance, those miles, uh, by taking our ten thousand steps a day and drive enormous media awareness around it to raise awareness for uh, early detection in lung cancer. And and so, my father passed away in October 2017 from uh, lung cancer and, and it's unfortunate because it could have been detected sooner had he or his doctor uh, been aware that there are so many early detection mechanisms that… You're supposed to be suggested if you've been a smoker for X number of years, but many medical professionals don't. Um, And and so I want to raise more awareness around those things. And and the first event series, if it gets to happen next year, uh, will be Walk the Nation and, and sort of be driving awareness around that.
0: So crazy. So cool. And I love that your podcast is making this all happen. So Greg, thank you so much for coming on the Tech of Business podcast. And I know that there are going to be questions in the Tech of Business community that uh, I'm going to make sure that you're in there and tagged and so that people can connect with you in there as well. And I just really appreciate you taking the time out to share all the really cool stuff that you're doing and the thought process behind it, how you don't have to be a techie to be able to find the right tech tools. And again, thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. It's an, on, it's an actual honor.
0: Craig was so fun to talk with and I'm thrilled that you hung out with us today. I hope each episode of the Tech of Business podcast helps you gain clarity around software, provides insights on how to best use online tools in your business, and most of all, keep moving your business toward your dreams. Do you want to chat with me about the podcast or your business? You can book a complimentary call at chatwithjamie.com. That's C-H-A-T-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com. I -I I know I spelled Jamie, J-A-I-M-E, and I want to make sure you got that one right. I'll be popping back into your podcast app next week with another awesome interview. Have a great rest of your day.